I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Your life manifests your habits. It doesn't manifest your desires alone. Mm. And you're more than your addiction. I think sometimes we can allow our addictions to become our identities as well, right? Why do you have this much faith? that this can happen but you don't have faith that you could change Mm. do you get what i mean many of us as humans need to confront the fact that life won't actually be good all the time hello and welcome to the to my sisters podcast i'm courtney and i'm renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the to my sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and in today's episode we are here to tell you sis it's time to give it up. Come on, give somebody. up the ghost. Well, not the ghost. Oh, but God, no. no. <laughs> Keep the ghost inside. <laughs> I just wanted to say that so bad. <laughs> give up the ghost. No, 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 no. This is all about addressing your toxic behaviors, yeah. your addictions, and your coping mechanisms. Mm. Off the back of our last conversation where we were talking about discipline and thinking about 2023 moving forward, mm. I thought it would be a great idea to have a conversation about all of the things that may be holding us back from Mm. moving forward and some of the things that we may have faced in 2022 that need to be uprooted before we have a nice even ground to plant from in 2023 i like that let's get into that let's get into it but before we do that we do have some minor housekeeping Mm -hmm. the first is ah it's beginning to look a lot like christmas (laughs) you know what would be a great christmas gift or a pre christmas or rather a post christmas gift Mm. is the to my sisters book come on somebody now the pre-order link is below in the show notes as well as below in the description box for youtube if you are listening and you know having a blast having a ball and you haven't pre-ordered the book i implore you with haste get your pre-orders in girl it'll be a great present it'll be a great present to yourself to other people an investment if you will I love the way you a said joy. That. I love the way you said I feel like you have such a radio voice, like a infomercial kind of voice, which I absolutely love. This book will also have an audiobook version. So you'll be hearing our lovely indulgent voices. Indulgent. Um there. Indulgent. So please make sure that you pre-order your copy. It will be out March 9th. If you snooze, you lose. That's it. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. Look, we've we've told you about to this fair, so many times. There's no snoozing on this I, one the book will be out forever (laughs) (laughs) she said this is not a limited time this is not time bound but just get in so please please get in there and for those of you that are still hanging in there with the vision 22 challenge we are down to our last challenge and it's an easy one yeah just tell us what have you smashed this year? Yeah. One goal that you had for yourself this year that you managed to achieve. Mm-hmm. Let us know at us on Instagram, yeah. comment below on the post that we have on yes. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, send us an email. Let us know, sis, what did you do? We want to celebrate you yeah. and we want to give you a little something, something 
on Christmas time to, to make sure. Now, the time for entry is slightly shorter because we want to get that money to you ahead yeah. of the new year, which means you will have up until the 24th of December to get those entries in. So please be moving quick. You have like, what? About 10 days. About 10 days. Well, less than that after less. this episode. It's quite... You have about five days. You have... Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you better get moving. That's it for the housekeeping for now. Mm. So let's get into the ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Okay. Hi, sisters. Hey, babe. I hope you are both well. I found your channel a couple of weeks ago, and it is already a huge source of wisdom in my oh, life. So thank, well, you. thank you. My dilemma is how to manage my strained relationship with my aunt. Oh, I'd be like that. Ever since, <laughs> Just, <laughs> it's always yeah. the auntie. <laughs> Ever since I was a small child, she has been very critical of me, making fun of me or shouting at me in front of my extended family every time she feeds me. No one has ever stood up for me, so I've just sat there in silence every time um, she does it. If the criticisms were well-founded, I would dislike the way she goes about it, but be able to be more understanding. However, she criticizes my appearance, interests, and in the pettiest example, the fact that I don't like cake. Now I have gone to university. She, <laughs> she and I know, you know when you get somebody that's actually just a hater, wow. but it's okay, we'll deal with that. Now I've gone to university. She and grandmother are constantly making snide remarks about what I am studying and where. I dread going to family events and it has gotten to the point where I give very simple answers to any questions they ask so they have nothing to make fun of. However, now they are moving on to treating my younger siblings and even my parents in the same way. Mm. How do I manage this difficult situation? Thank you, a sister in crisis. Ooh, not in crisis. Wow. Well, hopefully we can be of assistance. Um, you said that no one's really stuck up for you. I think it's time for you to just stick up for yourself. And especially if you see um, your siblings are now on the receiving end of such a hateration spirit um and so are your parents it may be down to you to just be like hey I'm gonna confront this head on and clearly I know I know sometimes the fear is you don't want to be perceived as a disrespectful child or a disrespectful person but they've given you the disrespect first right. so I think it's not necessarily to meet them with disrespect but it's to meet them with brutal honesty and a stand that says you cannot keep talking to me this way you cannot keep talking to my family members this way um and call them out in front of other people as well because I'm sure you are not the only person who has noticed this bad behavior so I think it's important to be like hey everybody <laughs> this can't run anymore and as much as people will tell you no don't make it awkward or whatever probably you'll be coming to a lot of people's rescue in that sense I'm sure other people are thinking oh no one's standing up for me but it seems like maybe other people are scared too so I'm I'm also not giving this advice saying it's going to be easy mm -hmm. to do this mm -hmm. and it may it probably will ruffle some feathers with your aunt and your grandmother but I, if I were you, I'd be happy to never see these people again, I'm you know, or not to see them often. Like, I don't want to be around people who can openly disrespect me or mm -hmm, belittle mm -hmm, me or make mm -hmm. me feel as though, like, just make me feel awkward in every gathering. And I think if they aren't going to change for your own well-being, for your own safety, for your own happiness, you can remove yourself from being around them. You mm. know, you can chill with your family. You can chill with your cousins, maybe even your uncle, if, like, to outside of your auntie's presence still maintain relationships with your family members but try your best to distance yourself from them 
if they don't want to change after you've let them know this makes me uncomfortable and I am not happy about it you don't have to I know some people's responses often I'm but I'm not a confrontational person and I think that just comes from everyone's definition of confrontation is relative right mm. confrontation doesn't have to be a big blow up it doesn't have to be an argument it doesn't have to be you coming on this aggressive like I'm gonna fight you that doesn't have to be how confrontation looks mm. confrontation can simply be speaking the truth about a situation and presenting it to the person and being like hey what are you going to do in response to this? What are you going to do to better this situation? Because it is a situation that needs to be bettered. Um, yeah, so I would say, girl, it's time to speak up. Christmas is coming. You've watched these standards. Maybe, I don't know if you're international. But um, <laughs> this is a great time to have confrontations Absolutely. in your family. I'm screaming. Yeah. She fed the it's holiday drama. season. Oh, I love it. Do you know what? A part of me was like going anarchist mode where, you know, like aunties will come up to you and say something and then you have all of the, you the just smoke. have the smoke for them back. It's like, <laughs> you guys already know. I love saying, auntie, where's your son at? Why is he incarcerated? Or, you know, where is your daughter at? Or why has your husband left you or you know various things you gotta but give you the wouldn't tip for want that to some you wouldn't want someone to say that to you Renee but then don't start what you can't I handle. hear it do you know what I, I mean and it. this is really sounding like a persistent thing yeah do you know what I mean so it's not even like an offhand comment but it's like this is sounding like a character trait yeah of this auntie yeah and it's like yeah. What you put out into the world is often what will return to 100%. you. So I don't even want to hear her be shocked. Like this is disrespectful. It's Hundred, like, auntie, this 100. is what you've been doing. But in a more serious vein, mm. um, I completely agree with everything that you said. I think as you get older, one of the great things about like being able to choose who you hang out with and spend time with is you can choose not to to hang out with them. Yeah, yeah. And I know there's going to be some situations where you have to be around them for extended periods of time, but minimizing those interactions, hanging out with your um, other family members that you actually like, and maybe even having a conversation with your parents as well. And so far as like having those conversations with your auntie, um, I know you mentioned that she's starting to do it with your parents and mm -hmm. like siblings as well. So it might be the case of having, you know, drumming up the courage to obviously take on your auntie, but then also engaging with the rest of your family as well to get their back in because sometimes especially when it comes to engaging with like the older generation it takes having allies that are with like around you that yeah. are of similar age or potentially of a similar um generational cultural backgrounds to be able to take those conversations forward mm. um so i definitely recommend having the conversation with your parents as well and at least saying like oh depending on the relationship you have with your parents, but it may be worth sitting them down and saying like, yo mom, yo dad, like I, I love you guys and I love auntie X, Y, Z, but I feel uncomfortable when she's always doing X, Y, Z. Mm. And sometimes it actually takes somebody else sticking up for you or standing up for you or intervening for you to feel a bit more comfortable. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend trying that if you can. Um, but if it is a volatile situation, you have to remove yourself. You actually just have to, if it's a thing of like, there's some family events and family affairs, just find yourself in other places. Find yourself going to other things, yeah. saying that you can't come because at the end of the day, irrespective of people being family or related to you, you can't tolerate people right. impacting your peace like this. Right. Um, and also remember that you actually have people around you that do love you, right? So your friends and thinking about your other family members mm. and your siblings as well. These are all people who, by the sound of it are, you know, folks that you can actually depend on mm. to, to speak positivity into your life, but also to be positive people to be around. Mm. So try and limit that interaction as much as you can. Maybe support with, maybe getting some support um, and allyship from your parents or your siblings or potentially other family members might be helpful as well. 
Um, and then if you're bold enough to take her on directly, shoot, girl, do it your own risk. You know me, I like that uh, tit for tat, but that's not <laughs> what I would advise first. So I definitely um, recommend that. Mm, yeah. But sending you lots of love, sis. And yeah, I would love to hear, I would really love to hear, sisters, have you had any interactions with aunties that have ruffled your feather? Mm. And I saw this on the TL like ages ago, but it's like, what is your favorite responses to aunties that have been rude or disrespectful? Mm. I would love to hear some. Like, <laughs> yo, what is your hottest? <laughs> Mine is just logic. I feel like most people come at you and they're like, you're, they're so heated. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Crazy. The way you're acting is quite irrational. Give us what is the tat that you would respond to the tip with. That's <laughs> what we'd love to hear. Drop it yeah. like it's hot in the comments, especially on YouTube. I would love to see. So please, please, please let us know. Mm -hmm. And sending you so much love, sis. We really do pray that you feel more comfortable, at least around the people that really love you and care to ensure that you're respected and feel um, the, ne the necessity of actually speaking life into you. So mm -hmm. wishing you lots of love, sis. But without further ado... Mm -hmm. We about to do... See what I did there? No. Courtney's so sick of me. <laughs> 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 what were Courtney you doing is, there? No, the, the wordplay, without further ado, we about to do this what? episode. You get it? Okay. Okay. So, coming <laughs> into this... <laughs> I ain't even gonna look at her. She, she glaring at me like I'm I just, so sick I just of hope you. you got out of that what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you are happy, you know. I feel like everyone has that one friend that tells the most stupid <laughs> jokes. Like actually one friend that tells the most stupid jokes. But no, coming into the actual episode, which is all about uprooting toxic behaviors, mm. dealing with addictions, dealing mm. with um the kind of uh compulsive behaviors that you may have yeah. and also just how to overcome it especially as we walk into 2023 mm. now this episode is inspired by a series that is already out on sky tv exclusive sky comedy and it is called rosie malloy gives, gives up, up everything. everything my recent binge watch i've literally watched every episode yo yeah it's been good yeah it's been good yeah. and it's been unexpectedly really that's good. That's the thing. That's think, the thing. Especially yeah. being a comedy. Yeah. I feel like there's not a lot of things out there that make folks laugh anymore. Yeah, yeah. But not even just makes people laugh. So basically we were invited to this this screening for this show, Rosie Malloy Gives Up Everything. And we watched the first two episodes. So the first two episodes were like, oh, you know, it's very fast paced, right, right. witty writing, right. very British humor as well. So it was just like... You were just, we were laughing and stuff. But then the more you kind of get into the episode and the more you get to know this character, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we were watching the first two episodes and then we watched it on, like in our own time afterwards, the rest of the season. And it was like, oh, this <laughs> is a dark, this is a dark situation. As funny as it is, if yeah. you not even look past the comedy, like you have to be some kind of like English lit major to right, see right, it. It's right. there. Like it's very much this is insane and yep, it's so yep, yep. insane how addicted she is literally to everything that it's comical absolutely, do you get what i mean absolutely. and it's like wow wow and she's addicted to the hard stuff too Ooh. like alcohol drugs have you watched the end 
No, okay. Yeah. Oh, bruh. I'm literally about I'm like one bruh. episode away from the end. <laughs> bruh, the show just gets like not necessarily worse and worse, but it's like <laughs> this is quite sad. Right, like and, right. and I think there's that beautiful thing in like not me jumping in my art critic bag. Come on. But like there's this beautiful thing with comedy mm-hmm. where it shows you that there is actually a very thin line mm-hmm, between mm-hmm humor and sadness Mm. or humor and pain and i think with her and with a lot of times with addiction in general the underlying thing is pain and she's dealing with a lot of it like a lot of trauma or basically it's only six episodes each episode is about maybe 30 minutes watch it like it's quite wow it is quite well. Yeah. I actually really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, same. I was shocked as well. I was, because it was funny, haha. But then it was like, wow, there's a real like depth yeah. to her character that I'm like, damn, I can relate to that. Yeah. Shout out to Sheridan Smith. Honestly, she actually played the character very well. She really, really yeah. did. Like, I really enjoyed it. And just thinking about the characters as well, like the fact that there was a couple of folks that are defo enablers. Oh, enablers I was about to say I'm not trying to spoil it for you guys at all but Nico blatant from episode one that man is no help he gets better well let me not spoil it for anybody but yeah that man enablers 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 entirely an enabler so please 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 go and check it out it is available on sky tv and we would recommend that you go and check it out you can go and stream it now it's been released from the 7th of december so we are a couple of episodes in and i would recommend that you really go and check that out um and let us know your thoughts as well come back to us were you shocked like I... Now, girls, I'm not gonna lie because I know some of the the uh, our faith based sisters, it's it's real and raw. You know, it's <laughs> it's tongue and cheek. <laughs> it's tongue and cheek. It's you know the big bad world. Yeah, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah just a sure. little bit of a warning for you guys. And also, if you are somebody who is triggered by yep. drugs, alcohol, the convers- um, like there are just mature themes in right. the show. So just to let you know, if you are not ready wait but you know i think <laughs> there, there is a comedy element to it because i don't want i remember sitting in the screen and being like oh yeah i don't know why i didn't think it would be this this it is was very this powerful is vulgar. Was very this powerful. is real like this is it's very real yeah. um and it was nice to well yeah nice interesting to see nice in an interesting way mm. just to see how crazy life can actually get absolutely when you have a lot of things that go undealt with and also what was so interesting when we're at this oh we'll talk about it more as we go through the episode but like what was interesting while we're in the screenings we noticed there were two um people sitting behind us and um they were talking about how like oh yeah i remember people like this in uni and it's like raw because this is Rosie Malloy, this character is high functioning. Like mm, mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. life has started to unravel, which is why she was trying to give up everything. But up until this point, right. sis has been high functioning. She's an accountant. Boss she literally babe, got, a got a promotion. Episode one, like she is functioning at a high level, but she's a complete mess. And Absolutely. then to hear people in real life being like, oh yeah, I recognize people like this in my life, even at a young age. Mm. It's like, wow, how many addictions do we have just going unaddressed or unlabeled Mm. as just socializing Mm -hmm, or as mm -hmm. just you know that's what people do when they're young you know yeah that was an interesting thing that i noticed as well at the screening and i think even the initial shock that i had in terms of how many addictions she had i was like (sighs) oh girl there's a lot going on but then i really thought and i was like as much as it feels like yours is extreme how many of us actually have a whole host of addictions that we may consider oh it's not necessarily addiction it's a habit or like it really made me like 
go deep introspective mode and be like damn like it's not even just the one addiction that many of us have but we have series of addictions that need to be tackled in so many different ways Mm. so yeah go check out the series sis and return back to us and give us a play by play what did you think um but yeah that was the real inspiration for this episode and just diving into this whole notion of toxic behaviors Mm. addictions coping mechanisms what i wanted to start off with is the whole definition of toxic behaviors because Mm. we hear it utilized in so many different contexts we hear it thrown around on the tl Mm. it would be good to know just for reference and moving forward in this conversation how would you define toxic behaviors for me a toxic behavior is something which not only is unproductive, but is harmful towards you, your health, and also the health of your relationships, your work, um, just your growth and your ability to sustain what would be seen as a quote unquote normal life. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, if you are struggling to maintain healthy relationships, struggling to maintain um, health, your health, um, struggling to maintain your work and your ability to show up at work and stuff like that because of this addiction or because of this behavior or because of this habit, I would say it's becoming toxic when Mm. it starts to impair your ability to have a healthy view of yourself, a healthy, you know, all these other healthy things which you need in order to progress in life. Mm. Um, I would also say if it's something which you can't stop, even though it cannot make you happy and you know it doesn't make you happy, Mm. um, I think that's a good way as well to recognize a toxic behavior. And also if other people around you are kind of like, because sometimes we can't identify a toxic behavior ourselves, yeah. right? Um, so yeah. if other people, and this happened in the show as well, but like interventions, like if other people are like, oh, maybe you should slow down or maybe, you know, this isn't, have you thought about doing it a different way or if somebody challenges you on something and you find yourself being like, I actually can't stop mm. doing it this way mm-hmm. or doing this thing. Um, I think that's when you start to realize, oh, this is becoming a bit toxic and other people are noticing it or I can't detach myself from it. And that's Mm. when things become a bit like, ah, then maybe it's a problem, you know, because I don't, I think some people see addictions or things that you need to give up as the really obviously harmful stuff, you know, the cigarettes, the drinking, the, um, like, uh, and we're saying all these things in terms of in excess, Mm. um, but like even drugs and stuff like that, like people are like, yeah, of course you need to give that up. But then there's also overworking, right? There's also overeating, there's also, um, online shopping there's Mm -hmm, all these mm -hmm. other things which can also become toxic behaviors which may not you may not go to the gp about Mm. but you definitely need to confront you know Mm. yeah how about you what would you very long-winded one no (laughs) you broke it down it was nuanced it was it was because here we we value nuance in this community in the society um no i absolutely absolutely love that i think i definitely resonate with this whole idea of harm right Mm. like if the behaviors or the actions or the things that you're saying or doing are causing harm either to yourself or to other people to me that's like toxic yeah um if it is like something that really causes you to cause pain to other people as well whether it's emotional pain psychological pain physical harm Mm. that's also toxic and i think what's also interesting this was something that i said ages ago in another episode but this whole idea of dosage and the fact that you kind of like talked about it in your answer as well that there are some things that are good for us but if we get the dosage Dosage wrong wrong. then it becomes toxic so it's funny how you know again we jump to all of the obvious addictions or the things that we think are bad for us but then there's also other things in our lives that are good for us but 
can become bad if we get the dosage mm. wrong. So the online shoppings, the working, the yeah. un- trying to get the balance in like life. There's so many different areas in life where many of us are becoming toxic, right. exhibiting toxic behaviors because we've gotten the dosage wrong. Right. Um, so I think there was that element of toxicity that as you were speaking, I was like, huh, man, some of us have got real problems, but we've been... <laughs> we've been (laughs) hiding them under the rug we think they're not an issue especially because they're not obvious yeah and i also like that as well because i think sometimes we think that toxic behaviors will be obvious Mm. and like very physically presenting when there are many of us and i love the fact that you were again speaking about this whole idea of high functioning behaviors Right. right there's so many of us who have adapted or become high functioning people yeah but it doesn't mean that we are functional yeah we're functioning in the sense of we're fulfilling particular functions and Mm. doing particular things but whether we're doing it healthily is the real question Mm. um and thinking about like high high functionality toxicity problems i wanted to ask you courtney especially over the course of this year or Mm. the last few years Mm -hmm. did you ever deal with this whole high functioning behavior versus toxic behaviors oh it's my whole life story <laughs> She's, let me get the book out. oh my gosh high functioning anxiety high functioning depression <laughs> high functioning everything. addiction <laughs> just <laughs> all of it i think um when you are someone who um also just to address this because i know this i know that we are discussing quite a heavy topic in terms of like or yeah a part of this conversation can be heavy when you're talking about addiction and stuff like that Mm. addictions are nothing they're not funny (laughs) like our approach to talking about things is we could get deep and then we could also laugh about things it's it's not a laugh that's like ha 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 that's so funny clowns it's more so oh this is awkward laugh and i I think Um, it also mimics like normal natural conversation right like this isn't necessarily just us coming up on here and reporting on instances or like sharing our thoughts on very specific um issues whilst that may be like the flag line this is an opportunity for us to have conversations as you would with your friends where you know there is some humorous elements of like life in general but then of course there's um you know the less humorous stuff Mm. that we we try to cover with a lot of reverence yeah. and a lot of respect so yeah. it's more so us mimicking not even mimicking this is literally our life yeah, this is displaying. the way that we 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 converse yeah. in real life facts this is exactly how we this converse facts lit- we're worse <laughs> uh, <laughs> just be having a whole traumatic day crying and just kikiing about the whole time angry at the same time oh, um there's so many it's so interesting feeling so many different emotions at the same time but anyway back to the high functioning conversation Mm. i think when you are somebody who knows how to perform highly because to a degree you've gotten your work and your relationships down to a code or Mm. down to a system Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know how to work that system even if your heart's not in it or even if your mind is far away so it's almost like you become quite mechanical Mm. and you become quite methodical instead of being somebody who is completely uh completely i guess 
taken over by what it is you're doing or com- completely committed to what you are doing. So for example, I could be working and doing really well at work, even if I'm not happy, even if I am anxious because I know how to compartmentalize. Mm. And I think compartmentalization is a huge coping mechanism that a lot of us learn. Now it's a skill which a lot of us need in order to navigate in the world because you can't show up with everything everywhere. Do you get what I mean? So you have to learn how to, what is appropriate for where. Mm-hmm. But I do think sometimes we disassociate from your not just compartmentalizing you are completely ignoring right so you refuse to acknowledge that this is what you are engaging is in is leading you further down this feeling of anxiety or further Mm. down this feeling of depression or feeling like you need to escape more but because you know you have responsibility or because you know that you can perform well and you can create this image of being okay Mm -hmm. you're just going to keep at it right and I think it becomes a preoccupation that we get with looking versus being I can look like I'm doing well I can look like I'm happy and I do this to keep everybody else around me comfortable everyone else around me calm but inside I am falling apart and I think this one year that I took as a gap year was very much to confront my toxic relationship with work and like working entirely too much but also just my toxic relationship with myself and my body and how far I would push my body and not honor my own boundaries which I had in my head around like oh if I don't want to do something I won't do it and it's like but you do that every day Mm, um mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you just keep pushing yourself in the name of ambition or in the name of well this is the hustle and I gotta be successful and it's like yeah good push yourself don't be lazy achieve your dreams but you feel sad Mm, you are mm -hmm. you can't maintain your relationships all the things that I, I described in the toxic um the definition of like toxic habits so I think for me I realized that this was becoming an issue when I was seeing every I was seeing a lack of fulfillment in every other area of my life apart from work and because of that because work was soaking up all the fulfillment in every other area I started to hate my work right right? in order to identify something as toxic um I guess less in a clinical sense and more as a okay of reflecting on my year what's gone well what hasn't um I would say you have to first be aware of what you desire out of your life because if you are someone who's like I don't care about having friends. I don't care about having relationships. I care about monetary success. I care Mm. about X, Y, Z. As much as some people would be like, no, but that's not how you should, you know, view life. Maybe that's actually how you view life, Mm -hmm. right? And you'd be happy to live like that, but you need to be able to accept that that is your goal and that the road that you are on is going to lead you perfectly to that destination. But if you don't want to be at that destination, you're going to have to address these habits. And our habits really are the vehicle and the, the path we take to our, our life right um and whatever our life will be I saw this um quote that the person you are now is the sum of every decision that has been made by you or about you so far and I think if you're gonna address if you're going to set a vision for who you want to be in 2023 and beyond you have to then confront other habits I have going to get me there or are they going to take me away from there? Right. Right. And am I going to be happy with the destination these habits are going to lead me mm, to? Mm-hmm. Um, because if there's anything that is more certain, it's that your your actions are going to have consequences. Oh, boy. The the, the varying degree of those consequences, boy, we don't oh know. Do you get what I mean? But your actions are going to have consequences. And as much as we can just hope for the best, you know, there's grace and mercy, God's blessings are falling down on me. The universe is working in my favor. I, I will attract what I desire. 
I don't know if you've noticed that's not how the world works. <laughs> so baby girl, you've been waiting five years. <laughs> that's you not how the world works. Five years on that you know, that exactly. Mm. Your your life manifests your habits. It doesn't manifest your desires alone, mm. right? Mm. And I think that's the the principle. Like you have to okay, you have a desire, cool, put the habits in place to That's get that good. desire. Now, I'm not saying that like miracles don't happen. I'm not saying all these things, but like miracles are miracles for a reason. One, they are rare. And two, <laughs> <laughs> and two they happen, like they are they are a big thing when mm-hmm, they do mm-hmm, happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, some of us don't, we don't need a miracle. We just need to change. And do you know how funny that is? I'm just saying. I like believe in said, miracles, right? I, but same, like, same, same. But miracles to make fertile ground for miracles, you got, yeah. you got. And work. sometimes you the change work. is the miracle. Mm. Some of us are having like we have so much faith, not just in a religious religious context, but mm-hmm. like if you're someone who sets visions and it's like you know or sets goals and you're like, I want to make X Y Z money in like five minutes. Okay, you have faith for this thing, right? Call it faith. Call it hope. Call it uh whatever pe- vibrations i don't know call yeah. it whatever you want put whatever language that makes sense to you to it right but why do you have this much in our case why do you have this much faith that this can happen but you don't have faith that you could change mm. do you get what i mean Ooh, that was a hot and piping word <laughs> served with a side of mince pies this christmas Thank this christmas you. it's like oh, it's, i would rather have that hope for this impossible thing. right and it's um, like have a faith for this impossible thing. The fact that you've been the same way for five years and now you can go on this journey of changing that. Put your energy and your faith towards that. And I think Mm. that 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 is a miracle. That is a that is something worth tooting about yeah. that I was once this person and now I'm this yeah, person. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even if, you know, it didn't happen with this, because we want the unexplainable. That's, that's, we can, that's literally it, yeah. right? Because the thing is, when you have your hope and faith in the miracles outside of yourself, mm. it means that you don't have to account for it, right? Mm. Like it's not dependent on you or yeah. like yeah, the yeah. agency is very much outside yeah. of you. So yeah, it's a miracle. And yeah, this happened to me. And like, I just had hope and I prayed and I had faith. That whole deep transformation, and I think it's um, it very much underpins what we say here around like glowing and growing. Glowing. It's that fear sometimes of actually I do have the power to change and also recognizing that to an extent I've chosen not to. Mm. I think there's a real deep fear and a deep concern of like, it's not even necessarily that I don't have the power to change, but I actually haven't chosen to change over this extended period of time. Mm. And it can be so overwhelming to take ownership over the fact that you've remained stagnant. Right. Like that hurts to actually have that reflective session and go actually i fit not only have i failed here but i failed repeatedly or like i have chosen repeatedly to be an offender in this particular way so i think it also takes a lot of courage a lot of bravery and a lot of humility to actually say this isn't about anything else this isn't about the things outside of me this isn't about you know having hope or well it is about having hope or faith but it's about really having hope and faith that despite what i've chosen to do before moving on i'm choosing to have hope and faith in the fact that i can transform my life yeah it's scary it all my days it is scary it is mad scary like to leave the life that you know and the life that has to a degree protected you. Because the thing about addictions is you're doing something to forget. You're doing something to escape. You're doing something to protect yourself from a pain, a memory, a person. And it's like, you're telling me if I if I let go of this habit, what's going to protect me, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, what's going to mm-hmm. stop me from 
remembering what's yeah. gonna help me get through the nights where I cry or the nights where I get flashbacks or the nights when I feel lonely or you know the nights that I feel like a failure what's actually gonna help me get through that and it's like to a degree as much as you know an addiction is a threat to you that threat is often disguised as your biggest comforter mm. and that's the that's the hard part that is the hard part it's funny because you've already um started touching on what I wanted to touch mm. on insofar as addictions mm. why does addiction have so much power over the people Dang. like why are we slaves to whatever it is whatever. that we you know what i mean it can be it and i think we touched on it already um around the fact that it can be anything yeah, an addiction can be anything literally. it can be you know an, an addiction to ice literally. <laughs> it can be it can, <laughs> it can be anything because yeah. I, d I don't think it's necessarily as important what thing you're addicted yeah. to obviously there's consequences yeah, i say this with nuance and all yeah. that kind of jazz definitely but in terms of the actual addiction yeah. the psychological need or the feeling of powerlessness that arises when you're addicted to something mm. like i would love to hear your thoughts on almost like the psychology of addiction mm. and how addiction is preventing many of us from moving forward right. with the things that we desire to see in our lives right, especially right, right. over the course of this year the right. past few years and moving forward into 2023 okay so i guess caveat here and a huge disclaimer we are not like clinical psychologists no. we are not any of that okay um we are people who i mean i did i did some psychology i'm beauty, screaming but you know hsps yeah there you go social <laughs> psychology uh <laughs> there are so, also i can't wink and it's something that makes you can't me wink. so sad not effortlessly i wink like rihanna you know the how whole, Rihanna no, just be all no. charity, fancy. You can't you. wink effortlessly. Firstly, you're putting so much emphasis on this, my inability to do this thing. I have other you skills. You are more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. <laughs> Pray for me. It was, it's on my 2023 goals list. Okay. Anyways, um, right. I, we aren't we aren't qualified in that, right? Um, we are people who've done reading around this though and have experienced a lot as well. So I would really love to hear, we would love to hear the sisters who are all degreed up, the Absolutely. doctors, the therapists, the psychologists, the girls getting the psychology majors and degrees. Drop your knowledge in the comments as well. This, this space is always opened up for conversation, okay? We're just putting in our thoughts first because we're the ones who post the episode so <laughs> <laughs> the second thing after the the disclaimer is a definition so right. similar to um toxic habits and frame using that to frame the conversation uh, i'm gonna work with the definition of addiction that is simply because there are diff varying degrees right. of addiction right, right? right there's right. addiction that is like get this person to rehab beloved now. do you know what i mean beloved. right right this moment and then there's addiction where it's like if you have one more biscuit babe <laughs> So, <laughs> um, <laughs> do you get what i mean well, so, i'm actually triggered because there's biscuits i'm thinking of having right after this episode I'm but like, i doubt oh. it's an addiction because yeah, of this definition yeah. which is if you wanted to stop could you yeah right how if somebody yep, took yep, this yep. thing away from you or if you couldn't if you couldn't access it i think a lot of us think oh yeah, then I just wouldn't have it. Do you right, know what I mean? Right, but right. actually how agitated would you get? How um, lost would you feel? How upset would you be? How right. lonely mm -hmm. would you feel? Mm -hmm. Like would life suddenly become depressing because this thing was absent? Mm. And so it could even be a person. Do you get what yeah, I mean? That's like so a, true. just this unhealthy codependency on an item, an object, a process, a person, which means that in its absence, you, in its absence, you feel like you cannot function. Mm. 
And so that's the definition that I'm working on, right? So for me, I think the reason why we become addicted as people is we're always looking for something to be connected to. We're always looking for something, um, whether it's a person in terms of being in love, having family and all of that, um, or even like with life, we're looking for things that we enjoy, things which bring us a run, a rush and our brains are seeking that out. Even if the thing is difficult and it's hard on our bodies, if our brain f- literally like feels chemical reactions yep. and forms, you know, these these electrical ch- currents charging through our brains to form these pathways that are kind of like, whatever you just did, I like that. Do it again. Keep doing it. Keep hello, doing it. And hello. I think what's, what's crazy is because of that element of our neurology psychology whatever um there is this stimulant that comes and we get super high the first time we take a drug the first mm. time we watch we had sex mm-hmm. the first time we had good sex child i was the about first, to say yeah, the first time we had good child. sex or like the first time you felt like oh i love that person or whatever that was a high mm. and now your body is constantly chasing that feeling but the 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 deception of addiction is you will never achieve that same high again. Like once you get there, that's it. That's the highest you're going to be from that specific dosage. And that's the next trap of addiction. You'll always need more, right? It's never enough, right? The amount that you took last time is not going to take you to the same place the next time Mm -hmm. because your body's going to need more to get to the same place. Mm -hmm. And so you keep pumping money into this thing you keep seeing that person you keep going to newer and newer extremes even to the point where you're diminishing your own integrity Mm -hmm, crossing mm -hmm. your own boundaries Mm -hmm. doing things in which you don't even feel like a willing participant but you need it like you actually need it you need more and so it's gone past I do it sometimes to I can't stop doing it to I need to do it all the time and if I don't do it I'm gonna crumble and so that's the unfortunate cycle of addiction that i've like dis- discovered experienced read about where mm. it's like i don't know how i get out of this because as much as i've now recognized i don't want to live this life anymore i don't want to have this habit anymore yeah. and this isn't actually productive for me mm-hmm. my body craves it because i've trained it on it and that's the thing about habits it's a constant training every right. time you do it is the further you get away from mm-hmm. actually being able to let go of it right um or the tighter you kind of grab onto it so these are things that you it's important that you nip in the bud early which is why i think as much as we shouldn't loosely we shouldn't diagnose people we shouldn't you know without being a, pr- a professional child mm-hmm. um we shouldn't be quick to diagnose people or throw words onto things right i do think it's important to be I wouldn't say critical or over analytical, but like just mindful and observant. Mindful so things is the great that, words. yeah, mindful and observant. The word. things which may be creeping into your life or the life of your loved ones, yeah. which may become an unhealthy dependency mm-hmm. and and be unafraid in your sisterhoods, in your friendships, in your, you know, community of friends and family to be like, I just want to talk to you about something I've noticed you keep doing X, Y, Z, or you keep going back to doing X, Y, Z. And as somebody who loves you and knows the goals that you have for your life, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to know why. And also, do you feel like you need help around this? How can I be of support and stuff like that? And so it could just be a conversation. It could just be providing someone with accountability and support and comfort. Um, It could be getting somebody to rehab. It could be getting them to to therapy, um, taking them to the hospital, getting them to see a professional. Like there are so many different outcomes that can come from this. Mm -hmm. But 
I think with with this, the reason why we have to talk about it in terms of setting your goals for 2023 is so many of us let these things creep in. And then it's only when it becomes a big monster, like uh, no one can ignore this. Don't kill me. No one can ignore this one. This has gone from being a little devil on your shoulder to a growling bear behind your back. Literally, no one can ignore this. That's when we then decide to be like, ah, yeah, maybe it's like the show, right? Where it's like one massive trigger happens and it's like, ah, this thing has ruined my life now. And it's like, no, it's been ruining your life. It's been. It's been. It's it's so funny because it's, again, it's like we wait for the grandiose manifestation before we actually deal with the underlying issues. And the reason that we really wanted to do this kind of episode today is because today we're going to deal with those underlying issues. Genuinely speaking. (laughs) Speaking deliverance. Come out! <laughs> A little bit of chat, Chima. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, yeah. like when we're thinking about addictions and we're thinking about um like how we overcome it, but also how they start, mm. it really makes me think of this whole idea of value and where mm. do we find our value? And I find that when folks succumb to addictions, it's because their value is extrin- extrinsic and not intrinsic. Mm. And that's why like when I, I think of- that was the opposite of that I word. Know, it makes sense. It's very yeah. <laughs> intra ex. Anyways, yeah. um, when our value is not intrinsic, it becomes difficult to regulate that mm. because we're always dependent on something that exists outside Sorry, of ourselves. Course. That's why when we think of belief systems, faith systems, when we think of this whole idea of glowing and growing from the inside out, it's because it's a process of fortifying yourself so that you won't be shaken or leveled by you know all of these external things right. that come, change and completely dysregulate the way that you process your emotions Mm. your feelings and all of that kind of stuff i love that you were even referencing you know the fact that the deception and the trap of addiction is it comes and you experience this amazing high but you will never get that high again because you will never be that person that needed that high at that specific time ever again right now you're in this trap of i'm chasing this high to the point that you believe that being at that consistent high is normal Mm. and it's not. I think there's even that, right? Many of us as humans need to confront the fact that life won't actually be good all the time. Come on. Life won't be good all the time. And it's making peace with the fact that there's natural ebbs and flows. There's natural um, highs and lows. There's natural times where things are good for a season. Mm. And there's times where things are, you're you're down bad. bad. And the quicker you get comfortable with the fact that life is like this, the more fortified you will be when you come across addictive substances, mm. behaviors, when you fall, um, if you, if you, you're ensnared or trapped by the promise of things external that right. will continue to dysregulate you from the inside out. Mm. So it's really, really important to stand firm. And this is not to say that, you know, um, folks that do succumb to addictive behaviors, mm. they're, they're not that. Right, because right, right, me and right, Courtney right. have already spoken candidly yo we have had our addictions we have had our toxic behaviors and we're still on this process of glowing and growing yeah so don't think that we're speaking from a place of complete expertise and we've cracked it we've nailed it or judgment right we're speaking from a place of these are the experiences that we have had we're still glowing and growing heaven knows there's going to be some monsters that we're going to face in the future but now that we are armed with this framework and this understanding of how addictions operate how it's operated in our lives now we're better equipped to deal with them when it starts to knock on the door that's the thing it's not to say that there'll be an absence of addictive substances or an absence of these vices it's what is your response when it knocks on the door 
what is your response when the desires come? Mm-hmm. What is your response when um, it feels as though you are powerless? Yeah. What is your response? What is your response? And it's very wow. difficult because sometimes, not even sometimes, usually addiction is about power. Mm-hmm. What you give your power to. Mm-hmm. And it's we've already discussed this, but it is very easy to actually be powerless in this particular instance, right? It's easy to yield power to something else because it means you don't have to deal with the mess right. and the difficulty of living life on a day-to-day basis. It's easier to you know, self-medicate or it's easier to overdose on particular drugs mm-hmm. because you don't have to deal with the reality of I'm dealing with 10 million different things at the same time, right? Bills are due, cost of living crisis. I'm dealing with childhood trauma. I'm dealing with all of these different things. And addictions offer you escapism, right? It it offers you this um, way out. And this is why I also wanted to bring up coping mechanisms Mm. because many of us use our addictions as coping mechanisms for other things. And I think sometimes when we do have discussions around addictions, we miss that element, right? It's a you need to get yourself together. Mm-mm. You need to transform. You have the power to overcome this addiction Mm-mm. when actually we've got to take it back and peel back another layer yeah. and deal with the issues in our lives that is causing us and driving us towards these addictions in Come the first on. place, right? When we're thinking about folks that are um, drug users or excessive drug users, you don't know what is going on in their life. This they could the be thing. homeless. This they could the be thing. dealing with extreme amounts of trauma. Like I think one of my favorite YouTube channels was um, Soft White Underbelly mm-hmm. because the guy that is like the owner of the the content literally does interviews with people that are considered the mo- the, the worst of society. Yeah, right? Outliers. I say the outliers in society. I say this with quotation marks because I don't believe it. Yeah. But folks that have been homeless, folks that are prostitutes, folks that have been violent, yeah. those that are pimps. And this is not to excuse what they're doing mm-hmm. and excuse a lot of their addictive um, indulgences, yeah. but it's to actually shine a light and say, you're more than this. Come on. You're yeah. actually more than what you present and you're more than your addiction. This I think sometimes it. we can allow our addictions to become our identities yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm that person that, obviously we use the extreme cases, but there's also the that's just me. I'm yeah. always constantly online shopping or yeah. that's just me. I just work really, really hard yeah. for the things that or I love. Or it becomes a personality trait. It becomes a personality <clears> trait <throat> when actually it's a coping mechanism yeah. for an underlying trauma that needs to be dealt with yeah. in your life. Yeah, and it's the thing that is just put on top of, well, not, I don't say just slightly, but it's the thing that has been put on top of mm-hmm. a very layered story. And I love that you brought up Soft White Underbelly because it's very much everyone's story is very valid and once you get to know a person's story their current behavior begins to make sense and we become so judgmental even in friendships even in meeting new people um or even viewing the stories of women that we see online and we we see them and we're like oh could never be me and it's like if you had been through what she's been through it probably would be you it probably would be it you. It probably would be you. Know? It could and be you. It could be you. And that's the thing about addiction and, and, and the stories of addiction. As much as we say these things are not excuses, they are the reason that we've found ourselves to this place, number mm, one. Mm-hmm. Number two, knowing what you are up against is the first is the first thing you need in the training for any battle. Do you get what I mean? And so if you are somebody who finds yourself like, oh, this is just my personality and you haven't really come to grapples with your story and your your story is worth coming to 
um, terms with. It's worth coming to the knowledge of in terms of reflecting on your life, reflecting on your past, but sharing it with other people and talking with the people in your life who you love, who you trust, who you feel safe around about what you have been through as a person. Because a person standing in front of them is a sum of memories, experiences, traumas, successes, everything, right? And presenting that to people as the person who stands in front of you is all of these things, Mm -hmm, has mm -hmm. been through all of these things in order to get to you, right? And so with that, understanding that as you reflect on your past or your present struggles, these are all the obstacles that stand in front of you. And you don't need an opiate. You don't need alcohol. As much as I'm saying this and you may be thinking, but I do, um, (laughs) I get it right but you don't need pornography you don't need these things in order to make these obstacles bearable Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. or to make this burden on your shoulders bearable your obstacles can be smashed through they can be overcome they can be melted they can be healed they can be um even if you have to cry out child whatever it is they can be healed with a different process right Mm -hmm. and these these things are often not the tools that we think they are. We think that me being drunk all the time is a tool for me Absolutely. to overcome. And it's like, it's not a tool, baby. It's destroying you. Oh, man. It is destroying you. And our upset is not at you. And I think that's another thing. When we go on this glowing and growing journey, we become so upset with ourselves, right? How did I let myself get to this place? Mm. Like, baby, you are complicated. Yeah. You have been through stuff. You yeah. have been hurt. You've been let down. You've been unprotected. You have been violated. You have been homeless you have been whatever it is whatever your story is we can't tell it for you but like Mm. you have been through so much right how can someone who has taken so many beatings not go to something that says hey i'll give you strength Mm. i'll give you ability Mm -hmm, to get through mm -hmm. life you know so don't be so hard on yourself for making a bad decision out of a bad life or out of a bad situation however now you've got to look at yourself as as much as I am not the problem this thing that I keep allowing to take power over me is the problem problem. and that's our frustration our frustration isn't to you our frustration when it comes to addiction anyone's frustration shouldn't be towards the person the anger should be directed towards the thing that thing is not healthy it is not helpful Mm. and our dependence on it is just it's all based on deceit it's all based on lies mm. and this is why our, we've got to be careful navigating the world as it is especially as women who are being bombarded with so much advertisement so many people trying to make a buck over us and telling us that hey your happiness and your satisfaction can be found in this bottle of foundation or in this diet pill or in whatever mm. or in this 1200 calorie diet or in whatever it is that people are putting towards you as the solution to all of your problems and your pains you're constantly going to be sold things the world is constantly selling things to you but these things cannot save you they are in themselves they can become traps right and so we need to be we need to be I love that you said we need to be more equipped with the tools to be able to look at something and say I know how to use you productively and I know what point I get to when I'm using you unproductively Mm -hmm, and I can mm -hmm, identify mm -hmm. that point Mm -hmm. I can identify that that place of okay now this has become unproductive yeah 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 yeah. 
Wow, that was beautiful, Courtney. I tried. And it's necessary. It's because we love you. It's necessary. But it's also because we want to make sure that the ladies are prepped and primed for 2023. For real. And it's so tempting to rush ahead and be like, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, do this, this, that. And you haven't dealt with the creeping monster that's on your shoulder. Mm. There is a monster on your shoulder, sis. It's time we slayed some demons. Mm. Slayed them. You better put on your <laughs> get that time you better to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> you but better put song. on your Legend of Zelda outfit. But that's the thing that we're is going actually on a quest. The, we're going on a quest. Yeah. Uh, we're going on a mission, and that for me is one of the the core characteristics of sisterhood yeah i'm yeah, ready yeah. to go to war we're for going you. to fight we're gonna have to i'm fight. ready to go to war for you even if it means going to and i I'm, I'm ready to stand by your side to go to war with you right and sometimes it may even look like i am going to war against you Absolutely. because you are Do you know what you are the one who's standing <clears throat> in the way of your own breakthrough you know what's even funny i feel like this um game metaphor is actually a great yeah. analogy for dealing with addiction yeah. because you know, when you play games and like you're fighting all sorts of different levels mm. of that game, I think there's the layering of addictions, right? There's different elements and different processes that you have to go through. And I think that even as you folks are starting to deal with your toxic behaviors, addictions and coping mechanisms, understand there's levels to overcoming as well. Yeah. Now that you've gotten to a place where you've decided I want to overcome this mm. thing, that's great. In terms of practically overcoming it, it's going to take some time. In the, same t- in the same vein as when you're playing a game, for example, there's multiple levels to this mm. you have to go through the different levels until you meet the final boss and sometimes you will meet the final boss and lose and you'll have to go back again and again and again until that final boss is slain Come but on. guess what no matter how long it takes whether it's days whether it's hours days months years, years even there will come a time where you will slay that final boss Facts. and this is why it's actually important to get help yeah it makes me think of so when i was younger i used to love video games mm. And I used to, I, I love them to the point that I used to watch my brother play video games because I love the story of mm. video games. They're so elaborate, yeah. interesting. I just, they really are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and we used to play Grand Theft Auto, mm. Final Fantasy. And I think it was Final Fantasy that we were watching. And there was this particular final boss no matter what we did like my brother was playing that game for ages mm. i would walk in i'd be like you're still playing this yeah. game shout out to brian <laughs> he's probably even listening to those podcasts love hey, you bro. brian um it was his birthday recently yeah so it was happy birthday bro I was about to say <laughs> um but he was playing this particular game final bosses there and i walk in like on a daily basis like yo have you cracked it yet sometimes i'll just sit there watching him and he will fail again mm, and again mm, and again mm. until one day after much reading and these games are complicated yeah. so folks will be going on community forums yeah. to figure out like how do you Ooh. take this final boss down folks cheat codes be, on youtube would be my biggest yo, help that'll do it so <laughs> he's out here going on community forums we're out here playing upside down to see what will happen collecting wow. all sorts of things eventually one day came and i was literally sat behind him and we slayed the final mm. boss and it just like the happiness mm. the feeling of freedom just wow it was such a beautiful experience it was just like it sounds so dumb but it was such a beautiful metaphor for yeah. overcoming addiction yeah. right the fact that having to go to the community forum some of you will need to go to the community forum come to get on. the cheat codes to come overcome on. your addiction some of you will have to do some really crazy stuff my brother was out here playing this game upside, upside down. down some of you guys are going to be have yeah. you're going to have to be upside your head to Facts. overcome this addiction At the, ah renee <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to be upside How your head. How freaking amazing is that <laughs> metaphor? No, because 
what do you go to the community forums for, right? To go and listen to the people who have already faced this this final boss that you're about to go up against. Number two, don't be afraid to look very crazy in your discipline to fight this demon Mm -hmm. that you're fighting, right? If you know you're up in a war or if if you know you're about to go up and fight or you're about to go head to head with the the biggest, I guess, opponent that you ever have, you're going to be quite disciplined in your training regime. And if you're really determined about winning, as much as people tell you you don't have to do all that, you are not fighting the battle I'm fighting, clearly. Because everyone who's here fighting this battle with me would understand that actually this level of training, this level of dedication, this level of trying and trying and trying, or this level of boundaries Mm -hmm. is important for my success. Absolutely. And so as much as you may think it's too much, you don't understand this fight that I'm fighting, right? And so having that clear conversation with your friends, that's like, hey, I can't go everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. I can't do everything that you do. I can't drink with I you can't here. Drink. I can't eat I can't, with you here. I might not I even be able to be here. present. I might not even be able to be present. Why? Because the fight I'm fighting is not the fight that you're mm-hmm, fighting. Mm-hmm. And in your support, in your solidarity, in the same way you were standing behind your brother, in your support of me, I'm going to need you to give me some room. Or to get on the same page. Absolutely. Or to just be supportive in some way. But I think there's going to be a need for you to not feel bad at the fact that in order to save yourself, your life's going to have to look a lot different mm-hmm. from anybody else's. You will have to go to the extremes if you want to win. If you want to win. That's not even just with addictions. With most things most in life, things, you yeah. will have to go to a, an extreme to win and it'll feel lonely babe oh it's gonna feel lonely especially hopefully you find community people and people who are as invested in your glowing and growing journey but if people aren't up against the same fight that Mm -hmm, you are up against mm -hmm. even when you go to war there are specific like opponents that you get where it's like it's just me and you it's one-on-one they said i've got to back it up yeah this is we can only go with you so far we don't know what you're doing when you get home right right, right. in the case of like i live with you right we share the same home, but she doesn't know what I do when I go into my room. I don't know what she does when she's in her space. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. like, there are still some points in your journey where you get to a point where it's still one-on-one here, it's you against- right? It's you against whatever you're going up against. So whatever you need to do to keep your mind prepared and on guard at all mm-hmm. times, or even just to keep yourself safe, do it, really do it. I, I hate to overdo this game example, no, but I think ahead. it's actually the perfect it's, example. It's amazing. But it also makes me think of those games where you actually have to face yourself. Mm. So it's like your opponent is you, but like evil you. Mm. And it like when I think of like Mario Kart, it's like you got like Wario mm. or like Luigi is like Waluigi, mm. who are terrible characters, by the way. They are just <laughs> despicable folks. But there, there was also a game that me and my brother played where it was like, You've got this hero that is who's who's the main character, but then you've got the anti-hero who is the same as the hero, but just a different evil version of him. There will be some battles that you will have to face against yourself, the evil version of you, which is why self-reflection and self-evaluation is so necessary because there will be some points where you will have to overcome yourself. And it's better that you know what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, so you can anticipate when the evil version of you decides to pop up. So even in, for example, and when they're winning, for example, if you have an addiction to drinking and going out excessively, knowing that evil you or that version of you thrives in specific environments 
Don't give them any leeway to crop up. Don't That's, allow that version of yourself to manifest. Yeah. You need to make sure that your environment is conducive so that that version of you does not appear. Yeah. So understanding that the opponent is sometimes going to be manifested as the thing, but sometimes it's going to look like the thing present in you. Mm. And that's hard because it's like you're fi- you're actually you're fighting, fighting a yourself. mirror. You're fighting yourself. And who is the like greatest opponent that you have is yourself. Facts. Because you know your every weakness. No you one know knows your you every like you. weak point. Like that's the thing about being in a battle against yourself. If there's anyone who knows touch this area do this thing Yo, do this thing and avoid voice, this thing it's you the voice in your head you know when you have like devil that and angel voice. and stuff like that there's a reason why in popular cartoons and popular depictions they appear as you, you. it sounds like yeah. you so the voice of reason will sound like you but the voice of temptation yeah, will, will also, also sound like, like you. you get that discernment up baby girl hello come become acquainted with your goals become acquainted with a good community um and the cheat codes yo go and get the cheat codes the the reason the cheat codes exist is to cut the time in half Mm. many of us are extending our battles not knowing that we could actually cut them in half Mm -hmm. drawing on the wisdom of other people i cannot tell you how helpful it has been when i think of some of the addictions or toxic behaviors that i have had to actually say like yo who out here has dealt with this who out here can help me yeah Ask for help, sis. Overcoming addiction. You cannot do this alone. Yes. And in that, prepare yourself to be vulnerable. Prepare yourself to be real. I really feel like 2023 is going to be the year of having real conversations. For sure. And all of you, but I don't want to put myself out there. and Find people you trust and then take off the mask. You have to be honest. If you really want change, you have to be fully honest. No one can give you a strategy if they do not know the extent of the battle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you don't give me the full story, I'm not going to be able to give you a full answer that will actually help you. So if you are going to, you know, immerse yourself in community, you have to prepare yourself to be honest. And yes, that takes time to build trust, but prepare yourself to get to that place if you want to see... There are some people who you need to bring into the most intimate parts of you. Discern who those people are because you've got to be able to trust them. But once you Mm. do find them, be honest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As scary as vulnerability is, Mm -hmm. be honest. That's where the breakthrough is actually going to come. Absolutely. And drop the high functioning dysfunction. Mm. Come with dysfunction. Because it is better that we treat dysfunction Facts. than have to treat the other layer yeah. of high functioning dysfunction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the high functioning part of yourself will be in denial. Mm-hmm. It will be saying, we are fine. We're still able to hit those KPIs. We're still able to get to our goals. Not knowing that by the time you get to the finish line, yeah. you're bleeding. And you spend so much, people have to then spend so much time peeling that back. Right. And it's time wasted that we could spend dealing with the full issue. So yeah, just come ready to be you ready to be authentic and like as much as this world has required a lot of us as women to just show up as perfect Mm. if we as women can be like you know what sis it's okay for you to come here Mm, imperfect mm, mm. it'll be so much easier for us to drop the mask and to drop the facade honestly and all of the sisters listening right now you don't need the thing Mm. you don't need the drinks the Mm -mm. cigarettes you don't need the pornography Mm -mm. you don't need the online shopping Mm -mm. you don't need those people you don't need those things to be whole yeah you don't need it and there's life on the other side of that man you will live you will survive you will thrive without that in your life don't let the lie of i need this in order to live happy rule you you don't that's a lie that's a big lie 
has a big cap. There if is you will. joy on the other side of that. There is joy without that. So you got mm. this. We believe in you, but you've got this with community. Go Absolutely. and find some. Absolutely. And of course, stay tuned into this community as we close out this episode by joining our oh, mailing list. We love it. No, but in in true to my sister's fashion, we actually do pray for you, sisters. It is Christmas season. This is the season to be merry, to enjoy with the people around you. Don't let any like any feeling of loneliness or any feeling of pride prevent you from reaching out to the people that you love and being around people that you love. This is the time for you to foster those relationships. This is the time for you to spend the presence in people that you care about, that you love and people that love you. And if you feel as though you are lonely at this time, then this is the time to start. Yeah, This such a time is now Now. to really start building those relationships reaching out to sisters we are like still super proud of the fact that there's so many experiences we've hosted where people are actually coming out of there with friends so please 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 even if it means putting yourself out here and saying yo i need some company i've been seeing recently some of the sisters are even answering some of the comments on behalf of other sisters and offering advice and love and support so let's keep that culture let's keep that community let's keep that real sense of sisterhood and let's be accountable to each other but sisters, we hope you enjoyed that episode. We hope and pray that you will be broken and removed from the bondage of addiction, toxic Come behaviors, on. and coping mechanisms. Come on, Hallelujah. Can we get a <laughs> yes, Lord? No, nah, for real. <laughs> for real. It is our deepest desire for you. <laughs> our deepest desire. Out! Is <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I have to take these things out. Out, come out. You know you gotta hook it because yeah, and literally then drag it out. Drag it out. <laughs> Rebuke you, Satan. Um, but no, sisters, we're honestly wishing you well into this week. Mm. Christmas is upon us very, yes. very soon. So, wishing you all a very merry Christmas or happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Some downtime, it's a good break, um, and please stay tuned because we are coming up to our last episode actually of this season damn crazy merry crimbo and (laughs) it looks like so stay tuned because we have got some amazing things coming up in the next season you can follow us on all platforms at to my sisterhood on instagram twitter linkedin tiktok damn head to our website man you're gonna find oh, us facts. there that's where you can we find us around the mailing list, baby girl. and if you're like watching this video right now and you're not subscribed that's a crime <laughs> an offense right because you're doing the time right now subscribe but you're not subscribed which is scandalous and we are on the mission of trying to support over a million women come on with their glowing and growing journey so please 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 help us out especially as we are transitioning over to season four i was about to say three embarrassing um as we are transitioning over to (laughs) season four and of course come and follow us individually the lovely lady on my left the one the only at cd boate that's me subscribe to her youtube i yes, know please. you've been seeing her vlogmas <laughs> i know it i'm trying to anyway she has been trying and she has been succeeding Ooh, so go guys and- my eye <laughs> has a twitch now <laughs> the amount of editing i've done my eye now twitches so you better follow and subscribe mm. this is a threat um and of <laughs> course <laughs> come and follow me at renee kapuki yes. on all platforms on all platforms we love to <laughs> see it please do go and pick up our debut book please pre-order it it comes out march 9th also just some clarity because some people have confused about how we have four seasons but we're only two years old in our first year we did two seasons 
<laughs> we was putting up the content. <laughs> well, that's what we used to upload two episodes a week. So we put out two seasons and then year two was season three. Now we're going into year three of TMS and season four. So yeah, that's why that's happened. I we know was it's pumping. System. <laughs> we, we was, we was. Yeah, but if we continue to let through year three be season three, season three will be 104 oh, episodes long. Wrap it up, wrap it up. Yes, <laughs> just to <laughs> let you guys know that. So stay tuned for season four. Um, and we hope that you do have an amazing week. Um, sisters, we do love you. We truly, truly do hold you in our hearts everywhere that we go. So as always, we'll talk to you very soon. Keep glowing and growing. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com